0: Fresh and by hand, made with a smile, and made to order just for you. All about. Money, game, money,
1: money, money, money. money.
0: money, money Money, 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 old money, money or new money. Either way, KBLA Talk 1580 has you covered. That's right, baby. Tune in weekdays to the Millionaires Roundtable with Lynn Richardson at 12 noon and keep it locked to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts. Weekdays at 1 p.m. It's the KBLA, KBLA Talk 1580 Talk. midday money chain. I'm to get it. Hey, I'm At noon, Lynn Richardson is making millionaires one family, one day, one dollar, and one dime at a time. At 1 p.m., Naja Roberts, the queen of crypto, is here to make sure you don't get pulled under by the rising tide of these new currencies. Old money or new money? We want your money to work harder for you than you did for it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We want to help you make vertical and horizontal money. Money when you're standing up and money when you're lying down. It's the KBLA Talk 1580 Midday Money Chain. The Millionaires Roundtable with Lynn Richardson, weekdays at 12 noon, followed by Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts at 1 p.m. Only on KBLA Talk
2: 1580.
0: books and books divine concepts and hooks session to session to get thoughts manifesting stressing and stressing to hit the world with a blessing a lot of people often that but how you giving back the way I give back is through the knowledge of my raps like a gem for all my people caught out on the limb you know this we reminds me caught out on the stem who don't want win I'm feeling you I know you getting down like is that is this 90s? there was a genre of this style of music that would that, that would try to poke God, its head out of this conscious hip video and take East Coast. Wake up, Type Rap. Who is this? Brand new Vin. yep. Sounds like something brand new being would do. I like it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that's a perfect song yeah, for John. What Dawn. What, what, yeah, uh, uh, what, sure. what? What
0: year was it? a perfect song for me. Was this around the X Clan days? Oh, 98, so later part of Okay. Yeah, okay. Same area, yeah, I yeah.
2: one of the best shows I've ever seen was X-Clan that was one of the best shows I've ever seen they are really good I think I told you that story and I took my friend and she had a coronary because she thought that she was going to be killed oh really yeah she was really upset that I took her to the, the show why because she's latina but she has blonde hair blue eyes i mean green eyes light skin and uh when they first came out um they they're very militant and they said i forgot what they said it was so long ago said something and she's like oh my gosh why'd you take me here i'm gonna be killed because of my skin i said oh shut up stop I'm gonna, it i'm
0: gonna be killed because of yeah, my skin." yeah i said
2: stop 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 but she ended up having a good time
0: all right okay all right
3: I'm very invested right now on Twitter, um, in Met Gala.
0: Oh, I thought you were invested because of that uh, that that high hill that people were watching that was on Twitter.
3: No, no, it's it's the Met Gala. I'm very disappointed in most of these looks. It's supposed to be the Gilded Age, which is very Bridgerton-esque, and a lot of these celebrities are just trying to look sexy, and just did not understand the assignment. You no, know, it's just <laughs> very few of them have actually. Done what they said they were gonna do. There's only been a few that I think have been on brand. A lot of them, I'm like, what are you wearing? This is not. They're I just I wearing actually, whatever. Well, for well, me though.
2: personally, I think that's kind of interesting. It's different. What who who is that person? Um, I don't know who this one is, Quana or something. That's
3: an interesting. She's look. she's not. This one's not bad. Yeah. A lot of them have just been like that's yeah, like ridiculous. black dresses or just this is not the that's, assignment. That's not.
4: Let me see the what Bridgerton that? wear.
0: <laughs> if I can, I can see just, for a let moment? Me see
3: that guy. Who is that? Is that Harry, Styles? Harry Styles? Oh no, Harry
0: <laughs> Styles showing up to the Met Gala. There's been a
3: few that have been
0: really cool. Ew, no. Oh,
3: who's that? You know. I'm just...
0: Who is that blue lady? Is that that. Lizzo?
3: Oh, this is not... These are old pictures. Lord Lizzo. This is my favorite so far.
0: The Duchess of Hamburger. I could see you
2: wearing that.
3: Yeah, I love that dress. That's very gorgeous. Very beautiful. But I'm just... I was just looking at on Instagram. It was like a lot of tight dresses. Yes,
0: tight dresses. We love them. (laughs) Skimpy, yes.
3: Oh, she's actually in Bridgerton. Oh, Bridgerton. take it very seriously.
2: Yes. Like what God, is what this? What the heck is was that Angelina Jolie? Leave Angelina I alone. No,
3: that well, that's another one. There's been a lot of dresses like this. Like, what are you that just looks like you're going be to the be Oscars. sexy? Yeah.
2: No, I, guess, this,
0: I didn't pay off my layaway. Cool. Lady
2: Gaga killed it. She's you know what she always goes like whatever the theme is. I think she follows the theme. What oh, is that, this? Is that Taylor Swift? Yes. Oh, that's Taylor. ridiculous. I just want Lady Gaga! What is this? Oh, wait, who is it? I don't know who these people
3: are. Austin Butler and Priscilla. Pre- Austin Prisley? Butler, yeah! Who's Austin I Butler? Austin he's
2: Butler. really cute. What
3: well, is this, done. Dawn? Does this look like. That's Bridgerton! Yes! They're just her? in black and goth. It's yeah. very confusing.
0: Oh, that's how I'll be at your play when I go to your nice And I Bridgerton mean, party. okay, yes,
3: I'm having a Bridgerton Theater. Oh, uh, Bridgerton! Party, but mine is just you know for fun it's just a fun thing it's a time no to, it would be a serious dress the up what is she wearing yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like yes, it will. i feel like with this i just feel like in 2022 a lot of celebrities are more interested in looking crazy or super sexy or something and they don't ever really let themselves play and indulge you know just be fun we yeah. know you're sexy you were sexy yesterday you're sexy tomorrow can you just Dress up on theme. You can wear
2: that anytime.
3: And this is just weird. That Everybody is weird. I don't like meet. it. I know. I saw... Who was it? Oscar de la Renta? No. It was another designer. One of the designers was saying, I really missed when people, you know, were dressing up for just because they liked it or enjoyed it or for fun and people weren't trying to wear like chandeliers or just... Weird meat gowns to get attention and be on the headlines. I agree
2: with that. One, oh, it's like a lot, of shock and, of uh, a lot of the
3: MTV Awards. And awe. Shock and awe.
0: Do you remember the meat dress that was worn years ago at the MTV Awards?
3: You mean yes.
2: by uh, Lady, Gaga? Lady Gaga?
1: Was it Lady Gaga?
0: What do we
2: say? What about the time at the MTV Awards when Marilyn Manson had breasts? Yes!
3: Betty <laughs> Bridgerton. Yes, Betty
0: Bridgerton. Okay,
3: wait. Look at this one. Hold on. Let me rewind it. Put the volume down.
0: What is this? Where's Kanye West when like you a, need him?
2: That, that looks like a Catwoman like suit going to like an award show. You know what I mean? Just, that's ugly. That is not
0: a Catwoman. That is a pussycat. That's what that is.
2: Don, you don't care about
3: the Met Gala at
0: all. I you? do. I don't
2: can know you? Who that is. Can, can you? What is this? I know. That's. That's silly, can you please explain to me uh I still am unfamiliar with what exactly is the Met gallery. we are raising
0: money. Yeah, yes. it's for a what? it's
3: raising money for the Met, which is one of the biggest the art museums. Oh it's in a, the Metropolitan I mean. an Opera. Let me see. The I don't opera? think maybe yeah. they do opera there. Yes, they do opera. But they do. <laughs> but yes. the, okay. uh, yeah. Oh interesting. Oh, there's the Metropolitan Opera, which is an opera company, but I know this specifically is for the Metropolitan Museum. Museum of, of art. art. Okay, got it. Yeah
0: ball, yes. The largest darling. art
3: museum in the Western Hemisphere, and it's really awesome. I went and visited when I was in New York. So technically this started out as a ball to raise money. A ball! A Bridgeton ball! She looks like a bat. Yeah. A bat
2: with lingerie. Right! A right. very classy oh, bat. Yikes. Lingerie yikes. Bot. It's a
0: classy bat designed that? by Tommy Hilfiger. Oh wow,
3: wow, okay. I didn't yes. recognize her. Yes. Yeah, I really like the Met Gala. You know what I miss? There was a woman, I forget her name now, she died. And she always used to do commentary on what people were wearing. She Joan this? Rivers? Joan Rivers. Yeah, she was good because she miss let her. you have it. yeah. I mean, sometimes she was really mean, and I was like, you're being mean. But it was just so f- She made fashion, like,
2: fun. She did. I kind of miss that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, let me get my... Uh
2: Wow, Kiara, I didn't even know that. How many Met galas are they? I just they like do one a year, but last
3: year's, Nia explained to me, I guess it's usually in May, but last year they had to push it back because of COVID, so it, it was in September. So no it feels wonder, kind of because I'm like, I'm
2: like, how many do they do? Because we just talked about the one with Kanye. Oh,
3: the Met ball was amazingly oh done. Vogue <laughs> has now done this they started this thing where you can go to all the looks and say whether or not they're on trend or on theme because so many of these dresses are just not on theme. It's
2: not
0: Vogue, it's Vogue.
2: That's
3: kind of
0: it's
2: Vogue. I'm yes. That well I don't know. I, I, I don't like that talk. one, I'm sorry. Kira, what is this? What's the, okay, geez, this is not Vogue. Venus work. Williams.
3: Oh come on, Venus. Look at Aww. Venus.
0: Enough of you shaming people.
3: It's not shaming.
2: How
0: dare you shame? It's,
2: it's just an opinion.
3: It's just an
0: opinion. Sounds more like an opinion. It sounds like shaming. I'm yeah. not
3: saying she's a bad. What person. are you, the is fashion police?
0: Canceled? Yes, we're the we fashion, police today. fashion police We need a new fashion police.
3: We don't have one for for 2022. Yes. Joan Rivers is dead. Hey. We, <laughs> so sad. Black clothes matter. Black
0: clothes also, matter. Also, did
3: you did y'all see on Twitter that people are really upset because Kate Spade sent a they sent an email out about um, hang out with Kate Spade this weekend, get twenty-five percent off. She's dead.
2: Yeah.
0: Did you know that Kate Spade was David Spade's sister?
2: Are you serious? You're lying. There's no way. Stop. Stop lying. Because I'm Spade! really gullible
0: with stuff David like that. David
2: Spade!
3: Doesn't it hurt your voice to talk like that? <laughs>
2: no, no, no. I didn't know that. This is Richardson County. I don't believe it. There's no, no Kate Spade. David? She killed herself. You did know. She? Yeah, she did. They say. So yeah,
3: they say. So they say. Really, really sad. I was like, y'all should not be talking about coming to hang out with her to, for sale. Yeah. Yeah. I love Twitter. It's how I find out everything about the world. Black Twitter be on. Black Twitter whoever you know there's no it's a weird space it's one of those spaces where it's not organized you can't just get on twitter and go to black twitter do you have to put in when the search black
2: twitter no it's just like
3: certain things will trend and then you go to the trending page and all the black people on twitter like hop in the conversation so all their stuff starts coming up you can't really you don't really like go on black twitter you just kind of find it or it finds you right but I'm so amazed at how quickly we are able to get information. Everything that's happening, I find out first on black Twitter. Oh. Yeah,
0: All it. right. Enough of this. You uh, don't, you
3: don't, you don't. Come on, Don't Agree with that? On, a black Don. Twitter? Yeah.
0: I I don't, I mean.
3: I think like they always know what's happening. They,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Those elitist individuals on that Twitter.
3: There are definitely some elitists, but I think there are also a lot of down to earth people. And it's. Like people that just want to make light of things and make things funny. I think Twitter is hilarious. It's my
2: favorite social media Twitter platform. Twitter is the
0: um, mm. schoolyard.
2: Mm. Well, see, the, the one of the reasons I got off of Twitter was not only because I got in trouble, but it was just so toxic. Has it lightened up a little bit? Because so much fighting was on Twitter, and it was really frustrating. But then again, it could be the people that, like, I was following and stuff. So maybe if I sign and make up a new account... I can do it differently. I can see that. I think that definitely exists. But, I mean, this goes
3: back to, what's his name, who just bought Twitter. They were, for for uh, accounts that were kind of acting like bots or bullying, they were getting reported. Mm-hmm. And I actually like that. People were being reported or their accounts were being removed. So there hasn't been as much as of that, I think, okay. lately. Now, so, it might be different now that Elon has Twitter and he just wants everyone to be able to say whatever. Yeah, because I've been
2: off of Twitter, I think, two years now. Yeah, I said I'm done. I use my daughter's account. And the block tool. The block tool will save your life. Yeah, I should block. People act crazy,
3: block. Yeah. Protect your energy.
2: I love blocking people.
0: Oh, you love blocking people? Yeah. How dare you? Especially uh, like on Facebook.
3: I'm just, oh. I'm very disappointed oh, with these. Anderson oh. Park.
2: That's Anderson pack Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: And it's, oh, okay all right well, listen uh
2: well how are you Don? i want to know how was your weekend how was you my look rested and you look happy
0: this here. what did I do this weekend um yeah okay you don't remember huh no I mean i you know i did um I had to go look for a suit um
2: did you didn't find one did you go to nordstrom
0: I went to I went to Macy's and I think I'm gonna go to the suit place you know.
2: Nordstrom has nice suits.
0: Yeah. I mean where's the Nordstrom's at? Uh yeah, West
2: Side Pavilion. Yeah. You're closer probably to the West Side Pavilion. Th- that mall doesn't exist anymore. Oh <gasps> what <laughs> happened to the West Side Pavilion?
0: <laughs> I think they're turning it into a Google campus or a Are you serious campus.
2: it's gone? I worked there for a little yeah. while for my friend's oh, that, store. No, yeah,
0: it's uh, the the only part of the Westside Pavilion that exists is the part that where the movie theater's at.
2: Oh, no. Boy, I haven't been over there in a long time. You know, it, when did they get rid of it?
0: They have been slowly working on that for the past year or so, <gasps> if not longer than that.
2: Was there no traffic? or
0: You know, that mall was always a weird mall. It's gone through a bunch of changes. Um, but I think what happens is that maybe the Century City Mall may suck a lot of the traffic from that area. Yeah. Because it's an outdoor kind of upscale type mall. And so and because they're in such proximity they that that may be the reason why they weren't getting that much traffic. I was sad because I I worked in that mall as a kid and Aww. I used to hang out, hang out at that mall. First job. Another uh, first, yeah, one, 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 one of my first jobs, but it was, I used to work there, and the, it's the second mall they've destroyed of mine, the Santa Monica Place Mall. It, I love the
2: Santa Monica Place. Yeah. It's, I like it, that a lot. It used to be an
0: indoor mall, now yeah. it's just this outdoor, weird space that nobody really kind of goes. More people on the promenade than on the mall.
2: Yeah, that bummed me out when they got rid yeah. of it, when they changed everything. Yeah, it's
0: just weird. It's, it, used to be, you know, it used to be nice, but uh, it says that, and then, um, yeah, and the West Side Pavilion are gone.
2: So. You know, you. I used to drive from West Covina all the way to that West Side Pavilion yeah. only because my friend had a store. Yeah. And I had to quit because, honestly, nobody was coming in there. He was selling men's underwear. Oh, That's wow. all it was was a men's underwear store. And I'd sit there for hours. And I we'd be lucky if one person came okay. in. But he this was a project that his boyfriend was funding. And so uh, it was money wasn't even an issue. But I was like, but you're not making any money. I'm sure you're paying rent. And it's expensive, but I had to quit. Yeah, to quit. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Listen. Uh, last stuff we got to get to. Um, Gonna talk to Dr. Shawna Johnson. So I don't know if we can. I don't know if, Andy, can you send her a little note? Or um, I know you can. Just text her if, if you can, um, and get her to call in. And then um, you know we'll, we'll talk to Andy uh, as Andy has uh, been de- testing some products out for us. We'll get to that when we come forward. Eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. As we always invite you into the conversations. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. The station you turn to when you've had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Amplifying progressive voices. Where KBLA Talk 1580. Woo! Yeah, it's 420. Yeah. You know, every so often, um, Andy acts as a guinea pig. We test products so you don't have to. Um, I gave Andy, what did I give? I gave you a, 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 a Arnie, a Arnie Palmer. Yeah. And Arnie Palmer was hundred milligrams. It was a ice lemon iced tea drink. Yes. And uh, I was, you know, I, I, um, I found out that I don't like the actual, I like the edibles better, you know, and there are different types of edibles. Right. Um, so how did you like the the Ar, Arnie, Arnie? It's the Arnie Palmer, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be like an Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cheap; it was like twelve bucks and hundred milligrams. Um, did it uh, knock you on your feet?
1: <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. So you know, I started off slow. Uh-huh. I drank half of it.
0: Okay. Just
1: to see what it would do. Yeah. It took it took a while, and you know, once again, it just it kept me real mellow. Um, I probably should have just drank the whole thing all at once to ah. really get the true effect, though. But Drinking half of it, Kemi Mellow, tastes pretty good, but you definitely taste nice. the the THC.
0: That's the hard thing about edibles is that there's always this back THC flavor what mixed, is the mixed in.
3: THC tastes like
0: it, so <laughs> it's 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 like it's imagine like trying to put a Tylenol in a in a gummy bear. Ugh. Well, I, I know I'm just saying you know how those two taste contrast. Yeah. You've got the gummy bear taste, and then in the back there's this Tylenol. It's like ugh, <laughs> you know. But it's not really it, it's not like Ugh.
3: Well, that little mint you gave us, it just tasted like a mint.
0: Those are different. You know, I think that the yeah. THC le- levels in those mints were very, very low. Mm-hmm. Oh. But when you start ratcheting up the THC and things, you can start to feel the pr- the pronounced. You can taste it. Yeah. Mm. Um. So it was good. It was 12 bucks.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. I think I should have had it over some ice, too. Maybe the ice would uh, have diluted it. Maybe a little. It was like it was thick. Oh, was it? Like kind of syrupy a little bit. I don't know if you fam- like Sunny Delight. I, I bought back one, in too. Day.
0: I was just sipping on it, though.
1: Yeah, it's, it's there's this thickness to it, but I mean it's not that bad. It's 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 Ooh, Sunny so
2: Delight! A... I haven't had that forever. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time, huh? Yeah. God,
1: that I think that's a, it's a good way to kind of consume
0: uh, marijuana. Yeah, yeah, in, I, th- I think so format. too. I, I think I think um, you know the weed. I, I'm sorry, the flower. Excuse me let, me. let me get into the community terms. Uh, the flower, I'm not a big fan of, just because it smells up everything. Um, the problem with the edibles is that you end up eating so many of them that you're like, ugh. Yeah. You know, and then you're trying to find one. I, I bought this resin edible, which was a lot more potent <sighs> than the actual normal gummy edibles. Yeah, you got to be careful with those. You do, but for me, it was kind of cool. It was kind of like I take these things when I go to sleep. Okay. And so it really kind of helps me like kind of just rest and relax. And I think the resins are cool for mm-hmm. for for sleep, but it is a lot more potent than the actual gummies. Okay. Um But the gummies, I find, I, I end up. Like popping too many of them. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, you know, the whole pack's gone. I'm like, so. <laughs> and then for some reason, they, they, it's like 5, 10 milligrams is what they make. Maybe if they had a 15 milligram gummy, I'm going to have to check and see about that. Potentially, potentially. Okay. But Yeah, it was a good product, though. All right, all right, all right. So, you know, you can go get that in stores. Um, let's get over to Dr. Shawna Johnson, uh, one of the greatest therapists in the history of therapy.
4: <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, how are you, doing? How are you, doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm just trying to figure out how did uh, Andy get signed up. Or to be your guinea
0: pig. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how. It, listen, why is the sky blue? I don't know. Oh, there you go. All right. Look. All right. Look, I'm sending crazy people your way, okay? All right. Why Why'd you volunteer to accept them? Dr. Chana Johnson, who has a show called Let's Get Into on the weekends, 5 to 7. Um, you know, two Mondays, all, all about love and... Um,
3: I have love questions.
0: Oh, you do you? Yeah. Yeah. Not really
3: about my relationship, but because uh, I process that with my therapist in private. Oh, but well, excuse in me. But um, I, I, a general question, one thing that keeps coming up, what do you do when you have friends that you're really, really close to and you do not like their significant others?
0: <laughs> Get some new friends?
4: No. Well, well I mean... Why don't Why don't you like them? I guess would be my question, um, and then how much do you feel like it impacts your ability to kind of hang out with your friends?
3: Um, I feel like this has happened multiple times with friends and maybe because I'm you know, just at the age where people are getting married and stuff. I have one friend mm-hmm. who's married to a police officer who is basically like, if I shot a black woman and she was on drugs, I wouldn't feel bad because her life isn't adding Uh-oh. value to the community. Like people who I don't like because I actually just don't think that they're good people. You know, like, is it like, do I, yeah. it's not my job to tell my friend that obviously, but then like hanging out is awkward. These individuals don't really care for me either then i'm like is it do you just let the friendships end
4: because you don't get along with the person they're with i
0: think you communicate what the situation is to the. i think
4: that's i think that's important to communicate that i think that's important to say um you know i really value our friendship however um i don't value how this person feels about me or my community, and therefore, if we're gonna hang out, I can only hang out with you. Like limiting your um, them having access to you. But I think that if they're your true friend, you should really be able to communicate that. I don't think that that makes them uh, or put them on the spot of whether or not they have to choose you or choose or choose their their uh, significant other. I'm you're just. Setting your boundary, you're responsible for your boundary. Here's what I can do in our relationship: I can hang out with you. I can't hang out with your your significant other who feels like this.
3: Uh, I need to have those conversations. What about if it's a a guy who has put his hands on your friend? Ooh. How do you handle that? Ooh, this is interesting.
0: Mm. Mm. Hands in a good way? So, so no, no. You in a can good way. you you
4: can <laughs> you can have you can have a conversation. With your friend about your concerns um and their safety, but also saying, like if I feel like you're in danger, this w- is what I might do like if I feel like you're in danger and you're sharing that with me, I'm gonna do what
2: I need to do to make sure you're safe, yeah, S- can I ask a question, yeah, along with the friends like. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with the friends, I have a question for you about what if you have a friend that, um, and this isn't about you, Don. I don't want you to think yeah. this is about you. I'm serious. If you have a friend that <laughs> tends to, I'm not listening anywhere. Tends to fall in love v- rather quickly with different men, and then just keeps moving on and on and on. But you see some warning signs with the men that she tends to fall in love with.
3: That's I I like your question because I think my underlying question too is like. To what extent do you make it your business? Right. Because it's your friend's life. But also for me, if I'm engaging in behavior that's, I mean, you don't have to like who I'm liking. Clearly, everybody likes Mm -hmm. different people. But if it's potentially harmful or if I see, oh, this could be really bad or this is kind of toxic. Like, is it your job to call it out as a friend?
4: Yeah, I, I think I, I think what you're saying, what you both are saying, is um, very important. When we have relationships and friendships, w- we all are impacted by them. So if it's impacting you, you have to hold on to yourself, who you are at, at your core. Is this the kind of company that I want to keep? Is this the kind of energy I want around me? all of that is really important um if there if that's the energy that they want to keep i am of the belief and i'm a therapist <laughs> I am of the belief people are entitled to have any kind of relationship they want. When it starts impacting me, I have to make a different decision.
2: Got it. So it's not selfish if you take a step back and say you maybe cut communication a little bit. I mean, is that rude? Because I know for me that's the problem is I don't like how she moves. And even though it's not my life, I see her constantly getting hurt, right. and it hurts me.
0: Hold, before you answer that, hold on the line. We'll get the answer on that when we come forward to KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't. don't. Let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. USA, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, uh, Monday's all about love. And Dr. Jashana Johnson, who's a host of Let's Get Intimate from 5 to 7 every Saturday and Sunday, is helping us navigate the love. You had a question uh, before we went to break. Krista, about uh, people who fall in and out of love.
2: Yeah, well, like I, you know, Karen and I were talking about this during the break. I know I have a friend who I'll just give Doctor Deshana just a quick story. She had a boyfriend for five years, and he unfortunately died. And two weeks later, oh, no. this is without an exaggeration, she was already in bed with the brother, and that was her way of coping with grief. But after that ended with the brother, what she tends to do is go from relationship to relationship to relationship and I've seen warning signs with these men, uh, like things that they say to her or being very abusive to her and she just keeps hopping but she's looking to get married. That's her ultimate goal. But what bothers me is every guy that she meets she's already planning the wedding, she's already talking to them about marriage and it hasn't even been you know, I, I I guess it's not my business to say. Look, you should probably at least know them for about a month. You know, but I'm worried about mm-hmm. her. You know, because she wants me to accept every single guy. So it's like, here, mm-hmm. you gotta be friends with him. You gotta get to know him. He's a new love of my m- life. This is a guy I think I'm gonna marry, and it's hard for me because mm-hmm. I, I don't like any of them. So I understand where you're, where you're <laughs> kind of coming from, Kiara. If so.
3: Yeah, it's like, it's not my business, but also you're my friend, and we do life together, and you talk about this person, you want me to be around, and I don't want to be fake, but also it's not my business. Yeah, it's hard.
4: Yeah, um I think people can want you to be a part of it, but you're the holder of your boundaries. You're the holder of your energy. You're the one who has to manage that and you have to talk about your own band, emotional bandwidth. Like do you have that to be able to give that to them? And if not, it's not rude. I heard you Krista say, Well, I don't you know, I don't wanna know if I don't I don't wanna be rude and cut them off. A lot of times when we when we actually implement boundaries that keeps us safe emotionally, um, mentally, physically, and spiritually, it might feel like it's rude to other people because it's just kind of what society says. When you set boundaries up, it feels rude. It's not, it's really, t- it's really a part of self care. Okay. The other thing is that when you're talking to when you're dealing with your friends, think about this. I am of the belief that we attract and pick people according to the lessons we need to learn in life through relationships what is it about your friend that she keeps picking these kind of people what does she need to learn and what areas in her life does she need to
2: grow right oh that's because great because she's going to keep picking she's going to keep picking what she needs to learn mm-hmm. right Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's that's a good question because it's really the same guy. Really, it's all, they're all the same guy. And I've told her, mm-hmm. I think maybe you should meet some, but she's very specific with what she wants. They always look the same, a lot of them. She wants to be the one that takes care of them. And so maybe that's the thing. That's what it is. She seems to want to take care of these men financially especially and have them just stick around. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So maybe you, so maybe you're not as mad at them as you are at her. Hmm. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Thank you. That does make sense.
0: Doctor Johnson, what do yeah. you do when an ex beats you up? What do you do, What do you do?
4: Uh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Oh, I, wait, an ex.
0: Yeah, an ex beats you up. What do you do?
4: What? Oh, this is How your real you're life. You're still dealing with the ex. What? How come you're still dealing
0: with the ex? Well, I, I just—I just got beat up. I got ran up on in the street and got, you know, got jumped.
4: Um, well, there are several things you can do legally, but I think I'm a—I'm vi- um, a
0: victim of domestic v- abuse.
4: Maybe we
3: need to start with the conversation about boundaries. Are you yeah. setting them <laughs> right?
0: Am I setting yeah, boundaries? Like, how- maybe I'm not setting enough boundaries. Hey, I thought it was common knowledge not to beat me up, but okay.
4: I mean, but are you still? No, no, no. You no, no one deserves to be beat up. Never. but I, I guess what is what is the dynamics of the relationship, and why are you guys in the same, you know, space? Why are you guys in the same area, like space? Yeah.
0: Um. Maybe someone broke into my house.
2: Yikes!
4: Dom. Oh well, well you know <laughs> there, <laughs> there are legal ramifications for that. <laughs>
0: I'm just teasing Dr. Johnson. Doc, I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. I was like, what, who are you messing with? I just want to see what you're going to say. All right, listen. Uh, I was
4: getting ready to say something wrong with no she, picker, too. Wow.
0: why? Is it, oh, I, See, you see how it is a man gets beat up, right? And it's like, what are you doing?
3: Well, it's just... No, it's no. If PR not,
0: came seriously. in here saying she got beat no, up, it's oh, it's we not, must are, get your it's help. it's not
3: what are you doing. It's wrong. It's just... You know, you have a history. No, of... I asked, what kind of women are you dealing with? Yeah. Is what I asked.
2: Mm-hmm. Tell the truth, don't tell the truth. What
0: kind of women I'm dealing with? Well, I mean, if there's any indication of the two women sitting in this uh, this studio, crazy women. I, that's 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 who I'm dealing with. What? So yeah. well, then you have
2: to <laughs> ask yourself, what is it
4: about you that picks crazy women? Mm.
0: But Dr. Johnson wouldn't. All women say they're crazy.
4: No. No.
0: No.
2: Mm-hmm. no you not, can't look no. y'all, y'all
0: can't look in the mirror and be like i'm a little crazy i'm about 20 percent crazy
2: do- doctor <laughs> do you think it's okay to admit that because like for me i'm the first one to say oh i'm totally nutty i'm crazy and i i own it because <laughs> i know i have a lot of issues is that bad to say that to own that or i think i'm aware that i i definitely have issues Well, we gotta
3: define crazy like i would say i'm very passionate
2: yeah maybe that's yeah passionate well. i i like to get into stuff that I probably shouldn't, I always like to, you know, be in the middle of drama. Like maybe is that crazy or is it not crazy? It's
4: it's not it's not crazy, and I, and I think it's very important. Like even as a psychologist, the way we throw that word around, um, it, it can be very demeaning. I think the way we talk about ourselves are tr- is truly important, um. We don't really let other people demean us without having some kind of reaction to it, but we'll do it to ourselves. Right. And that emotional erosion that happens is um, detrimental to who we are, our, our sense of self and how we show up in the world and show up in relationships. I think it's important that we um, not talk to ourselves in those kind of ways. Now, are there are there uh, traumas? that we have experienced and that causes us to react a certain way or respond a certain way or show up in the world a certain way, absolutely. If you find yourself in drama all the time, it's usually because there is some level of this, Uh, chaos in the nervous system that just kind of keeps you going you have a hard time resting when things are at peace you like this is too good to be true all of that is a trauma response
2: oh my gosh you nailed it you know how many people said to me personally when everything's good it's like you want chaos around you you can't just be still
0: yeah why can't you be still Kristen it's
2: not that you it's not that you want it it's that it's what's familiar right you hear that, Don? I think you and I are the same in that regard, so, so to speak, Don. Well, let me ask you a question, Dr. Johnson. How do
0: you put up boundaries? I need to put boundaries up.
4: B- boundaries, um.
0: How do I tell Krista boundaries- like, to leave me alone during the show? How do I do that? How do I...
4: I feel like you, you already, you already yeah. do. How do I... You know what? The thing is is that boundaries is not telling another person what they need to do. Boundaries is telling other people what you're willing or not willing to
1: do.
0: How do you okay, how do you set boundaries but not feel mean? I think that's a better question. How do you like I feel like I'm doing something wrong when I set boundaries for it just feel Let it me makes me feel like this. a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know,
4: let me ask you this. Do you do you lock your door at night at yeah. your home?
0: Yeah, but that it doesn't stop okay. people from getting in. If for some reason, they still get. But my house.
4: <laughs> but I'm asking you, do you feel yeah. bad about locking your door?
0: I do not. No, 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 I do not.
4: Because it's meant to do what? Protect Prec- your belongings mm. and you. Right. It's the same thing. When, when we value who we are, we value protecting that. And we don't have guilt. Or shame around doing that.
0: Yeah. Well, I um I am trying to give myself permission to be a little selfish at this season in my life. And not in a mean way that hurts people, but also that I am putting my feelings and care uh, ahead of other people. Which is something I haven't done. I think I haven't done it my I haven't done it throughout it's my so life. It's
3: so interesting that you bring that up because I was just talking to a friend yesterday. And uh, the consensus from a number of my friends now from back home was that when I moved out here in like 2015, 16, whatever year that was, they felt like I was being selfish because I was very, that I was the center of my world. Like I wasn't. You know, always checking in with them about their weddings and their kids and flying back home and asking how their job updates were doing. Like I was out here trying to meet new friends and grinding and they were like, yeah, it was kind of hard to be your friend in that space or at that time because you were just really kind of about yourself. And I felt bad about it for a second, but then I was like, why should I i I didn't do anything to you, moving across the country is really hard. like why should we feel guilty mm-hmm. for having seasons where we feel like we have to put ourselves first
2: right
4: mm-hmm. I don't understand how how we it has to be in seasons. Why aren't we able to when when your cup is full, you can give to other people taking care of yourself is necessary. It's a universal law when you get on the airplane and they say, should something happen, these masks will fall from the from the uh, top. Please put your mask on first. And you know why? Because you can't help someone else breathe if you're not breathing.
0: Yeah, I think that's—I think that's the permission you need right there to sit there and be a little selfish in your life and not feel bad about it. Um, I, especially for those who are out there who are like, very selfish. Is it even
3: selfish? Is there a better word it's for that? It's not. It's self care. Self care. Self
0: care. Self care. Yeah. You're right. I think—I think that is a better word. I, I am practicing self care right now, and it may not be beneficial to you. Not that I'm trying to do it in a negative way but you know just it mm-hmm. is what it is but i've got to learn to protect my mental space because i have not been doing a good job at it you know and i think that's mm-hmm. uh, i think it's okay to give yourself permission to do that and 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 just you know maybe you if you feel the negative emotions that come with it then you just got to kind of build that muscle up to kind of ignore it you know or or uh, get through it or push through it i should say
4: or learn that you're not responsible for other people's reactions yeah
0: all right, all right. Well, listen, this is great stuff. This is why you, uh, you've got the show 5 to 7. Let's get intimate with Dr. Deshaunah Johnson. Uh, you know, I'd be referring people to you left and right, uh, you know. And um, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, they're getting some good work out of you. I speak very highly of you. You're just an amazing therapist, and you can oh, check her out. thank you, Don. All right, well, listen, um, uh, tell that husband he needs to worship the ground that you walk on uh, because... <laughs> There's just not another Dr. Johnson out there. Let's get intimate, 5 to 7. Thank you for checking in with us. We'll catch you next week, okay?
4: You guys have a good one. Bye-bye. All right.
0: On the way, the love note. We'll get to that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. Looking for legitimate political discourse? Without the bear spray, tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, uh, you know, it's all about love today. We talked to Dr. Johnson. Um, I've got a love note I'd like to read.
2: Yes, I'd like to hear it. Yes,
0: This is my love note to you. To who? To you. To me? No, not to you. To you. To you. Who's you? Whoever needs to hear it. Oh. Okay. You know, I once watched a TED Talk, uh, and it said if you want to change your life, Talk to people. And talking to you has changed my life. You know, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you. Uh, I want to acknowledge the super mom that you are. You took the the cards that God handed you and played with grace, class, and love. Uh, The love that I see you have for the tribe warms my heart. As I know you will grow, as I know they will grow up, not yearning for love as you've given them more than they will need for a lifetime. I want to acknowledge the daughter in you. I know it wasn't easy to contribute and celebrate your father's 70th birthday, but again, you navigated family with grace, class, and love that I've come to know you for. I mean, listen, somebody brought deviled eggs with raisins on it to the party. That is blasphemy. Lastly, I want to acknowledge the woman that you are. I can only imagine how many times you thought of quitting. Um, The thought of quitting has run through your mind, but like the queen you are, you push through. You know, physically, you are art. Internally, I don't even have the words to describe you. I have to go to college just to get a, of a grasp of the English, English language to, to accurately describe you. But I just want you to know that I see you. I see every little bit of you. not Just the physical exterior with that person deep down inside. So thank you for allowing me into your life. And this is just my little love note to you. All That's right.
2: beautiful. That's obviously to your girlfriend. Yeah, that obviously wasn't to me. I tuned out. It definitely wasn't to me. As soon as you said mother. Well. It could have been to Krista. It could have been to me, but it definitely wasn't me because he talked about making deviled egg sandwich or whatever. It's We never made
3: that. It's clearly not me and it's clearly not (laughs) her.
0: Putting raisins on deviled eggs is something Krista would do.
2: Hell no, no! I would never wouldn't. make that's double days. Yeah. That's that's beautiful to your girlfriend. I know that was oh, hey, hey. a this this really is, nice tribute. You're this is to,
0: whoa whoa. He's <laughs> is... trying
3: to get some tonight. <laughs> that's that's what that whoa. is. He's trying to be nice about. He's it. like, let me get on the radio, and make her feel good. Whoa
0: This is just a love note to you. Uh
3: huh. Yeah.
0: Nobody specific. Whoever needs to hear. No, it. that
2: was a very specific poem.
0: Whoever needs to hear it, heard it, and you you know you don't know.
2: And I know she loved it, and she deserves it. How you know it's a she? Well, you said mother. Yeah, you said. Well, hey,
0: it's a new day. Men can be mothers too.
2: I'm happy that you're in love, because you know why? Because you're whoa, so much whoa, easier whoa, to whoa, just... Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. And you're nicer whoa. to
2: us, but you did today's Monday, you didn't give us our compliments yet. Yeah. You, you used to give us compliments every day.
0: The show just started. I mean, can I... We, we just,
2: we've we, been here for 55 <laughs> minutes, okay? <laughs> no.
0: We've had Andy, we've had Dr. Johnson, we've got the love note. I mean, can I get to you? Yes, we
2: want our compliments. Yeah,
0: and listen, this love note is for whoever needs to hear it, okay?
2: Well, there's... Things that are specific, like a 70-year-old, deviled eggs with raisins. I don't think a lot of people make deviled eggs and put raisins on them.
0: I know, right? That's,
2: yeah, it was a very specific love note, which is beautiful. Just own it. Yeah.
0: No, that's exactly what it is. It's a love note.
2: Mm-hmm. You guys did to... you write that? Because it's very nice. Well, or did I... you find that online? I think he wrote it. <laughs> I think he wrote it too. It's,
3: it's beautiful. It's kind of giving like wedding
0: speech. Wedding speech?
3: Yeah, you know, is that a thing? I, I know people make speeches about people, but don't, isn't there? Oh, the part where you give your vows. Yeah, we you give
2: yeah, your so vows. Oh these, oh, these
0: are vows I'm giving. Yeah, oh. that's what it's
2: giving. Well, he said he's ready to get married. Yeah.
0: I'm ready and, to get married.
2: And to have a family and have, have another family. child. If you gave uh, your
3: vows like that and the woman didn't cry, would you feel some type of way?
0: Uh, no. No, I mean, I don't know if that person's a crier. I don't, you know, I don't know.
3: you just be like, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, it all depends. What I mean, if
3: you gave vows and then she was like, yeah, what he said? I'm would like, you okay. feel some type of way?
0: Well, first of all, I, I I, I, I wouldn't be involved with a person who would do things like that.
3: But what if they did? What if you did yours and they were just like, yeah, what he said? Uh, okay, all right, cool. I would feel some type of way.
0: Yeah, nah, I don't think I would feel any type of way. I mean, I'm, I'm not that, I don't get caught up on stuff like that, you know. I'm more about looking at your actions, and, and uh, that's why I judge you on the content of your character, not not uh, what you say. I'm
2: just really glad that you're going to start being selfish and think about yourself and set boundaries. Yeah,
3: I think that's important. I, yeah, because
2: I I I don't know like your whole friend situation with the you new know, people that you hang out with, but that seemed like to be the one thing that you were just giving yourself to a lot of other people, and you you, you weren't it wasn't reciprocated. So I'm really glad that you're actually going to think about yourself and your happiness.
0: I, I'm it's you know, it's just, this is something that I've and it's very difficult to try to do is try to be to, to, to selfish or self care. And sometimes you may there may be shrapnel or collateral damage from self care that you may do because people have become either reliant upon you or dependent, or you may cut certain people off. And there's and it's you know, it's, it's not done out of hate or anything like that. I think you just have to learn to take care of yourself better. Um, and for me, I you know I I live a very self selfless life, um, you know because I'm always there to listen and, and be a friend and talk to people who need to you know who need need to talk. Um,
3: what Doctor Johnson said was so important though. You yeah. really can't even show up for people if you're not straight.
2: Oh, I totally agree. Straight. And I I've been telling my friends. Like when I'm going through something, if you don't hear from me, you know that I'm dealing with something and I can't be present for you right now. I can't. So, I mean, I've always known that. Like I can't hear other people's problems when I'm in a a world of hurt. And I've always told my friends. And I've lost friends that way. And it's like, well, then you never really cared about me to begin with if you're not allowing me space to grieve or go through what I need to go through alone. Because I want to do my stuff alone. I don't want people to help me. No. No, I don't I don't want any help. I want to deal with stuff on my own.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's just I don't know, it's just you I I think the older you get the the, the more you just got to be you got to look out for yourself. Yeah. In in every single aspect, friendships, love, um finances, you know what I'm saying cuz nobody's going to look out for you and and you got to start pouring all that love that you're pouring into other people into yourself. You know, and that's just it's if you haven't done that throughout life or you haven't operated life like that, that's kind of a hard place to be, but you know, it's yeah. it's a place where you have to you, know, you just got to do what you got to do.
2: I want to ask a doctor next week if you can yeah. remember this: setting boundaries with family.
0: Oh, I think that's very important
2: because I'm really bad at setting boundaries. I'm always guilted, and you know, forgiving people who have hurt you, family members yeah, I, who have really hurt you. That's hard. Well, there,
0: there's a, there's a sense of obligation when it comes to dealing with family. That you, is there though. No? Well, no, I mean, I think for most people, for a lot of people, there 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 comes there the sense of obligation because this is a brother, sister, mother father you know what i'm saying so you so you feel like there's you're obligated to uh, and i think it takes some kind of work to um get to a point where you can put boundaries in in, the, in between those relationships so they not so they they, they don't you abuse the fact that you feel obligation to them all right more this conversation when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 kbla 1580 santa monica drink coffee twice a day that's two free a week mm, math tastes good 7-Eleven, you brew you. Terms and conditions apply. See 7-Eleven.com for more details. If you're not listening to Tavis Smiley weekday mornings on KBLA Talk 1580, you're missing, you're missing out. out. Everybody out. wants to talk to Tavis.
4: That's one reason, by the way, why I'm so thrilled to have this conversation with you today. The three people I always most hoped would interview me were Phil Donahue, Studs Turkle, and Tavis Smiley. Donahue's retired, Turkle's deceased, so this is a real thrill for me. And the reason why I have such respect for what you do is you have a historically informed conversation
0: of depth and detail. Be sure to and the tab is smiling. Weekday mornings, 9 a.m. to 12 noon on your unapologetically progressive radio station. KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. Uh-oh. i
2: never let them win unless I say so. And I don't show my cards, but I play it though. They put them in my bag like my bankrolls time, that's just not the case though. I was like I am proud of it. I knew I could have held it down for you. But you really came to show out. Before I knew it, I was a gunshot gun. one me. Never been what I said to you, baby. Was in character for the animation. You ain't never had to stop the simulation. Had to take it back to play. Alright, hour table.
0: two of this three hour amazing thrill, ride. Donna Meachvers, everybody. everybody, with Kristen this, uh This is uh, All About Love Monday, you know. Time to spread the love. Two beautiful women sitting by my side. Every single day, I get to come in here and look at an author, a great partner, um, a beautiful black woman, Um
3: Feels like this is really hard for you to think of nice things. <laughs> no,
0: it's it's not. I'm hold on. I'm trying to be authentic here. Um, a perspective which I appreciate. Great. Mm, a perspective I appreciate. Um, it is amazing to work with you every single week, Kiara, and Krista. Yeah. Whose nickname I used to have was Grouchy Krista. But now it's lovely, Krista. What? because you float in here every single day. <laughs>
2: Grouchy, Krista.
0: With grace and happiness, even though you're tired from working your 30,000 jobs and taking care of your cats and boyfriend and daughter and mom, I just want to know I see you too. I see all the hard work that you do. Grouchy, and I know it's not easy to come in here and navigate this three-hour sparring session. You know, a lot of times we leave blood on this floor, but you know what? We'll <laughs> do it for the audience.
3: I quite enjoy the spar. <laughs> yeah, you it's too. a good spar. It's yeah. fun.
0: Yes. It's a lot of fun. So both of you are absolutely amazing. Okay?
3: Thank you. Right. Compliments received. And I feel I like st- we should say nice things about Don. Oh,
0: you should always say nice things about me. I started reading your book, which I, I um... <laughs> God, I don't know where to start in that book.
3: It's a lot, right? It uh, a lot. It's a lot.
0: You're, you're traumatized. Yeah, oh, my all... God.
3: But here's the thing. I think I picked the stories I picked because it feels like, oh, that's so traumatic. But it's also just stuff that black women carry <sighs> all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Although I was getting funny looks at reading your book when people start reading the title. I think the title is a little mis misleading. It's good clickbait because I thought it was about something else. But when What'd I started you think reading it- I thought it was conversations that you had with different people. I thought it was like your podcast. I didn't know it was about you.
3: Well, then you're not reading the front.
0: I know it says memoir on the front. It yeah. does. Yeah, I looked down and I was like, oh, this is a memoir. Yeah. Jesus. It's
3: all that the introduction says. It talks about a lot of what I define as micro traumas. Mm -hmm. Like, not the big traumas, like, oh, you were a slave, or oh, you saw your dad was hung in front of you, or oh, the the things that we consider like trauma, somebody died. But it's all these little micro traumas. Yeah, like I'm black, but I talk
0: like a white girl. You know what I'm saying? And
3: we have to carry all of that with us on top of all the other stuff that everybody else is dealing with. Yeah, did you,
0: did you, I was reading where you were saying you didn't feel black enough no, no you felt like you had to overcompensate with the black kids yeah to fit in which is weird
3: there's a lot of pressure i mean we have the game black card revoked there's a lot of pressure that we put on each other and every time you disagree with someone or their life perspective is different it's like well you're not black enough or oh you didn't watch that movie you're not black actually I've had a very black experience. Just because I didn't watch the movie you watched, doesn't mean I'm less black than you. Right? Are we are
0: we traumatizing the? Is the black community traumatizing other black people for not being black enough? Well,
3: yes, I think I I think, so. I I think we've just internalized a lot of trauma, and you practice what you've seen. Like there's been a lot of pressure on us to be a certain type of way because we can talk all about the politics of respectability and how certain types of black people are acceptable. The Will Smith posts are prior to the slap. But certain types of black people, it's like, oh, that's ghetto. And so there's this pressure that's put on us to be a certain type of way. So then I think we start putting pressure on each other to be a certain type of way. And there's this balance between, you know, wanting to be acceptable and hireable, but also not wanting to be a sellout or black people being like, man, you act white now. You got that white people job. You talk different. It's like, well, I wanted to get hired.
2: That was a big deal for me. Uh, And I just learned with age, I just don't care anymore. You know, because that, what you speak is my whole entire upbringing. You're not this, you're not that. You think you're this, you think you're that. And I always used to say, it's nice that you actually know what I'm thinking, right? You're inside of me and you know exactly how I feel. You know exactly who I am. And so... Uh, it is traumatic you know dealing with people who tell you you're not this you're not in, in the black community you're not this you're not that why are you doing this why are you dressing like that why don't you listen to this music why are you hanging around with this person and I just had enough and I was just like I don't I don't really care yeah
0: black people are mean you know I, I've, I it's very interesting that you know you, that we, we, we I think all three of us share this that, that type of thing I think you because you're upbringing I think also I think your black experience in America is different because of your Caribbean parents and heritage same, same way with mine it, it, it would probably be be a little bit different if both your parents were black and born here in the United States you would probably have a different perspective or different different um, different upbringing because uh, there's a black American culture not a Caribbean one that w- probably would have influenced you mm. um but yeah it's, it's very interesting I'm working on quotes for the book uh, the idiots guide to understanding black trauma especially for black women no
3: yeah that's I think that that feels accurate
0: um, another quote I came up with was uh, yikes um, you know, uh, let's see here. Um, trauma in the black diaspora explained? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. let's see here. Just because you have both parents and education and two chickens doesn't mean you escape trauma. You uh, like that you like that or not? Digging no, that one? Okay. I'm good
3: chicken. I had a chapter about my chickens and it felt very deep to me and my Uh, Publisher was like, This gotta go. (laughs) This (laughs) has nothing to do with being Uh, black. It's just, I mean, it's nice that you love your chickens, but this (laughs) is not related
0: uh, to the book. Who writes a memoir of 30? Read it and you'll find out why. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's good. I like that. Uh, That's good. I really like that. What if there was a book that could explain black trauma? You, this, oh, this is it. Uh, And this is a book that will explain what it's like to be black in America.
3: Just like the everyday black experience. Mm -hmm. I think black trauma i think there's actually like a a a huge right now like trauma porn from white people they want to hear about like the deepest traumas and we're talking a lot about 1619 project and slavery and all of those conversations are important but also let's just talk about the trauma of every day when you walk in and people are looking at you like you don't belong oh yeah yeah why are you here
0: yeah, all these little these micro traumas they do add up over time. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because let's say they either reinforce insecurity that you may have, or they might create some. You know what I'm saying? Because everywhere you're going, you're kind of getting this pushback of just on just who you are as a person.
3: Well, Nelson Mandela he said racism isn't just usually one act; it's a thousand little slights. Mm-hmm. And so when you're trying to explain to people America's racist, it's like you know you have we have to talk about the thousands of little slights. Like they just want well, give me one story like no 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 it's a lot bigger than that
0: well you know i, I think bill o'reilly has, said, has talked about this before saying is america racist and it's it, it it all depends on what lens that you look at it through is there some edict from the government that is oppressing individuals by race and the answer to that is no but are there systems and um, uh, systemic things in, in, in place that negatively affect uh, a certain races in this uh country yes you know, and um, and then people's attitudes and um, and, and um, you know conversations also uh, you know contribute to the to feeling like this is a racist country. So there's no there's no I don't think there's no designed edict from the government to be racist towards person, to. But I mean, there
3: was, and it's like, okay, the laws have changed, right. but how much has the country changed? My mom sent this video to our family group chat. So I'll send it to you guys. But it was just talking about the wealth gap between black and white people and little things like back when black people were finally allowed to move into white neighborhoods, you know, a lot of black people couldn't take advantage of the GI Bill Mm -hmm. like a lot of other people, white people could. We were finally allowed to move into white neighborhoods, and let's say the house was worth $200,000. They'd pay $200,000 to get into the house, but then there'd be a black in the neighborhood, and so then white people would start to leave. And then as more black people would come, the Property values would go from like two hundred thousand to one hundred thousand simply by putting black mm-hmm. people in the houses. the property value dropped. That's not in quotation marks like the government being racist, but those are the types of things that keep the wealth gap to where it is yeah. right now
0: hmm. uh who is this chick uh Ziwe Z- who said this you she she interviewed charlemagne
3: oh yeah oh yeah
0: you you're you not know a pronouncer name.
3: No idea how to pronounce her name.
0: Yeah, I've seen her show a couple of times. It's a very interesting show. I'm like, how did she get that show on Showtime? Um, very interesting conversation. At this, I I don't I I gotta figure out how to pronounce her name. It's C I W E. She has a show on Showtime. Um, Charlemagne was on it, and she kind of was a little unfair to Charlemagne. I do want to say, and I only say that because Charlemagne, if you've if you were if you've been a fan of his, you've seen his growth over the years of maturing. He was a, a lot. He was a lot when he first started with the Breakfast Club. He was a lot more aggressive in his line of questioning um, which may have been a little too much for some people and it's a style of radio that that he's doing that you know you kind of learn from Howard Stern and Wendy Williams Uh, but he's kind of softened his tone over time to not be so aggressive or um, uh, uh, unintentionally uh, disrespectful to people who come into the show and I thought she was pressing him over um, like old stuff. Old stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look, there's been a change in Charlemagne. I mean, he doesn't do the things that he did, you know that he used to do. So we'll get to that. Um, what else? Are we get. What else is out there? Joe Budden under fire for calling Megan The Stallion's interview an example of victim bullying.
2: Mm-hmm. You should. You should read that story.
0: It, it, is it, is that such a thing? Victim? Can you be a victim and bully? I, uh,
2: I I suppose you can. Yeah, I think hurt people hurt people. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: Hmm. All right. Uh, food banks are serving more people as inflation yep. squeezes, but inflation is just all over it's the place. It's bad. I, I have just been like, I feel like gas has just been like eating me alive.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been really bad. You know, uh, my daughter volunteers at her school for um, the food bank at her school where, you know, she hands out the food and last week normally you hand it out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. um, They there were so many people that came on Tuesday that they didn't have enough stuff on Wednesday and Thursday for people. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. And she was saying how so many students are now going and it's not even that much stuff that she hands out it's just like little stuff you can pick vegetarian or meat-based right. and it's sold out and yeah. they, that was the first time and they were trying to get you know more stuff on for wednesday and thursday they just couldn't do it
0: oh wow yeah it's horrible yeah all right so we'll get to uh, this uh, showtime show that was grilling uh charlamagne god when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 a safe place to go loud loud, loud. a great place for progressive politics kbla talk 1580 80.